Welcome to Life on Fire with Brody and Deidre Haight. Living a life fully alive. Hi guys, Brody and Deidre. Hey everyone, I hope you're doing well today. So we have been chatting together about the roots that can get stuck in our heart. We talked about rejection, we talked about pride, and today we are talking about... Rebellion. (laughs) We're going to talk about rebellion. So Brody, how would you describe rebellion? Yeah, rebellion is really anything that's just going against God and God's will. Mm. Not believing, not submitting to God, and just doing things on your own. Yeah, You might have heard your teenager say, I'll do what I want. I want to do what I want. I don't know. That's the way I was anyways. I was a bratty teenager. <laughs> Your poor mom. kid. Exactly. <laughs> so how about I read some of the symptoms that can be seen under this root of rebellion? So hatred, bitterness, unteachable, unforgiveness, control, possessiveness, witchcraft, self-willed, proud, violence, murder, self-delusion, self-deception, and perversion. There's some heavy ones in there. Yes, there's some heavy ones in there. And they also, sorry, love, um, they also really tie into pride. Like there's a lot that are similar to pride. Yeah, you guys are going to notice that the different roots that we've went through in the past couple weeks, rejection and rebellion, that they all tie together Mm -hmm. and they actually will all flow out of one place and they become a tangled up knot inside your heart. Yeah. It's a good way to explain it. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, how does rebellion enter? Well, pride. And we talked about pride that it brings Mm self-deception. So as self-deception enters, um, rebellion comes in. And where does rebellion come from? Well, it comes from hurt when we feel Mm -hmm. rejected And then our hurt turns to resentment and resentment turns into bitterness and bitterness turns into hatred and hatred turns into rebellion. Wow. And we see that story that I shared last week in Isaiah chapter 14, verse 13 to 14 about the enemy really trying to lift his own self up. He wanted to be God. He wanted to be God. And then he totally left God and started doing I'll do what I want. <laughs> That's what the enemy's doing, eh? <laughs> uh, in a very simplistic way, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's really interesting how it can grow. It mm. grows. Like the idea of whatever we feed our soul, like whatever we feed our body, it will grow mm. in our life. Um, so that was a really good example of how it can grow and, and get bigger and change and take over our life even. Yeah. And I can relate so much to the root of rebellion because I was like the Israelites Mm. wandering in the wilderness for all of those years and just trying to figure things out on my own. And really, God was trying to get my attention, but I was self-deceived. I was blind, Mm. as the Bible says. It really sucked. (laughs) Yeah. That's the only way I can put it. Like a really long time and like it would very much suck. And it started, as I talked about, as a kid. Mm. Um, It started from that root of rejection. Okay, so you're thinking, like for yourself, you think the rebellion came from rejection in your heart? Oh, yeah, definitely. I felt rejected. And like we just read, that rebellion comes from hurt. And from that first time I felt hurt inside my heart, I really became part of my identity. And my hurt really turned into resentment of everything. You know what I just thought, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, 
But when we feel like we can't fit in with what people deem is the way things need to be in a group, mm-hmm. that could be when we rebel. Like, cause I remember us chatting before and just like school wasn't the easiest place for you. Mm-hmm. So did you feel like you fit in or? No, I didn't fit in because I couldn't keep up with Mm. the other kids. Yeah. So So, I felt hurt. So then that's where the rebellion kind of sparked from. Yep. And it led into massive amounts of pain in my life. Yeah. Like if you can't fit in, then it's like, fine, I'm going to do my own thing. I don't need you anyways. Yeah. I'm going to start smoking pot. But guys, I really didn't even like smoking pot when I first started smoking it. I just did it because other people were doing it and I wanted to fit in. Yeah. We're looking for belonging. Isn't that crazy? I didn't even enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So rebellion is one of the many roots of the heart, but we see many stories throughout the Bible and I've been reading through the books, the book of Exodus lately. I'm not sure, but I've just been really fascinated with Moses. Maybe it's his beard. Maybe it's like, I don't know. There's something about Moses. He just seems like the coolest guy. Like he's hardcore. Yeah. You watched a documentary lately. (laughs) Yeah. And like I was staying up late last night reading the book of Exodus and I was laughing because my old life, if God would have told me, Brody, you're going to be up reading the book of Exodus late at night, I would have laughed. Yeah. But like, yeah, I have a hunger. And Deidre, it's funny because I usually just want to read the book of John. I'm always reading about God's love. I'm always reading the New Testament. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I was kind of like rebellious against the Old Testament. And lately I'm like, God is leading me Mm -hmm. to go back into the Old Testament. Because there's things to learn. And there's a lot to learn. Like I was reading about the Israelites and like I can relate to the elder, the Israelites wandering in the wilderness. Um, and they were walking around trying to find their way out. Yeah. And I'm like, really? 40 years? That's a long time. Well, they were trying to go to the promised land, right? Yeah. God brought them out of slavery. And when I think of the Israelites, one thing that sticks out to me the most is the complaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We do that a lot, don't we, guys? Complain about everything. And the complaining that because the promised land wasn't coming the way they anticipated or as soon as they wanted, this is just the way that I like can understand the story that they wanted to go back to what they were familiar with. Mm. So they kind of in sense also after all those years of wandering, like we can also get content mm. in our slavery. What were we used can get to content in our sin or content in what we're used to, where we actually don't know anything different because that is our life now it's become our familiar our familiar part of our identity what we know and that's what bondage really does in self-deception yeah now yeah let's talk about pharaoh so pharaoh really refused to listen to god Mm. and he really walked in and had a very rebellious spirit and god was always trying to get his attention moses went up to him and he said, set my people free. And what Pharaoh did is he said, no, no. (laughs) Over and over and over. Over and over and over again. His heart was hard. His heart was hard. And I was telling you, Deidre, like what, what does it mean a hard heart? And I was looking up different definitions and it actually means like a twisting, like a twisting Mm. of a rope. Wow. And 
I can relate to that because the more I said no to God, the more my rebellion grew and the more it became part of me and became part of my identity, but the harder I got Mm. and the roots got stronger, like a spiritual power behind them where it talks about in the root of rebellion, violence, Mm. where I would drink and I would become violent or rude or yeah, when you say all twisted up, like instantly, the word that comes to mind is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. There's an uncomfortableness, there's unsettled, there's not peace. Yeah. Um, and this constant like reaction, like you have to constantly fight back. You have to constantly react quicker. It's It doesn't feel like a safe place. Yeah, it's like rebellion really just effuses authority altogether and refuses to submit to God. Mm. Um, so Pharaoh, his heart was so hardened and he went through all of these different plagues. Yeah. Like, so the Israelites are wandering, going through a really hard time. Pharaoh is going through a really hard time. There's so many lessons. Yeah. There's lots we can In the book of Exodus. Was there anything else from what you were studying and learning the other day that was sticking out to you? Hello, if you are feeling encouraged or inspired, we want to invite you to become a monthly partner with us. The information is going to be in the description below. We just want to continue to love God and love people in whatever way we can. Enjoy listening. And my rebellion, I was, I had lack of contentment Mm. and I was very irritable almost at all times. Mm that unsettled. Yeah. Yeah. So my heart was heavy. I was irritable. I was discontent and doing things unsatisfied, very unsatisfied. I, <laughs> I'm just thinking about, I was processing this route and thinking about my own life and any examples that I had. And the interesting thing about me, if you don't know me, um, I was asked once in an interview, are you a rule follower or a rule breaker? And I don't know if you guys know the answer, but... I can tell you. <laughs> she follows every rule that's ever been written. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm just I, joking. Well, mostly. I do. I even like to cross at the crosswalks, which Brody thinks is a little bit funny. I don't oh like gosh. jaywalking. I, yes. I hate jaywalking. If I try to cut across the road, Deidre will pull my arm and she'll be pulling me to the other side. <laughs> If there's a crosswalk, why don't we walk there? It just yes. makes sense. Don't be jaywalking, guys. <laughs> but I do have one story that, I, that I'm thinking of that came up. Um, when I was in, what was it, elementary, almost high school, is in the school there was a rule. And the rule was you do not go off school property during lunchtime. Now, I was hanging out with a group of people that were, we would say, the rebellious type. They often were getting in trouble in school and doing things that they weren't supposed to. And that usually wasn't my personality when I was younger. But I was hanging out with them and I so much wanted to belong. So I convinced my heart, kind of that self-deception, that this rule is really stupid. This is such a stupid rule. You know that kind of voice in your head? This is stupid. <laughs> um, that rule is dumb. And I'm just going to go off school property with my at the time boyfriend who was Mr. Trouble in school and um, some friends. And guess what happened? I got in trouble. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) 
I got in trouble um, because they caught us going off and coming back. And I had never gotten in trouble before at school. And I actually got sus- uh, what suspended. That's the first time I got suspended. I actually have trouble believing this. It's okay. My mom had trouble believing it. Poor mom. To the point that when they called her and told her that I did this, that she uh, argued with them and said they had the wrong person. So then I got in more trouble because she was embarrassed that she argued with them when they were actually telling the truth. And that's probably the maddest I saw my mom at me. Mm. She sat on the bus. I was getting off the bus and she was waiting on the bench. Wow. (laughs) But it was out of belonging. Yeah. I was wanting to fit in with those kids. I wanted to be friends with them. I was dating that boy. And I tried to run along with that crowd. It didn't suit me very well. Yeah. A lot of the times, once the rejection sets in and the feel, wanting belonging, we can end up doing very rebellious things, which actually lead to consequences, which you got and I got many consequences. And you know what happened after I came back to school? Hmm. That boy dumped me. <laughs> So all the consequences and I didn't get expelled, not expelled, suspended ever again because I knew it was a stupid life choice. I learned. So so Deidre learned. Learned my lesson. uh, It humbled you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad that you figured it out a lot earlier. than. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So for me, I'm like the exact opposite as Deidre is like, I'm not a rule follower. I actually have to actively say, okay, God, I'm going to submit to you today. I'm going to follow you. And it's progressively got a lot better. Yeah. But uh, it's like, it's just that strong character trait in me. And God can use that. Yes. Just like Moses, right? For the right thing and the right time. So God will use these different personality traits for good. Yes. If you're submitted to God. Yes. And it's not just coming out of that root of rebellion, right? And what is the intent of your heart? Yes. Yeah. So that's why we always got to test our heart, guys. What is your intent? Yeah, because... When you come against authority, what is your intent of coming against it? Is it for a righteous justice? Yeah. Because there's times that we do need to stand up and we do need to do something different than what everybody else is doing. But we do need, like Bertie said, to submit under God, to let him be the Lord of our life. And he directs those things and really shows us our own heart because we get in such a mess when we are unaware of what is functioning out of our heart. Mm -hmm. So it says there's a root that rebellion actually is witchcraft. Mm. And it says in 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 23, for rebellion is the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness. (laughs) <laughs> stubbornness. Mm. I can relate to that. I was a stubborn guy. Mm. So what is witchcraft? Witchcraft is assuming the role of God from a desire to manipulate and control people. Wow. Yeah. One of the simplest um, ways that I heard someone explain witchcraft was manipulation. Mm-hmm. So we see that all over the world. People yeah. that want power, control, want to manipulate. They feel safe in that. Yeah, it feels... but it's self-deception. Yeah, because the only safety, guys, is in God, and God has a better plan. Mm-hmm. So it really springs out of a desire by doing evil and to desire power, which is not of God. Mm. Um, and in witchcraft, we really just become our own authority again, and our ambition becomes our governing power. Mm. So we want God 
to be the governing power over her life. Yes. So I'm not sure about you guys, but I've tried to govern the power over my life many times. And even while following God, I have tried to take back control. And very fastly, the Holy Spirit's like nudging me. Do you uh, really want to do this? Yeah, remember? Remember all of those years? <laughs> it didn't work out before. <laughs> and that's why we got to watch our heart because these roots and our flesh yeah. needs to submit under God. Yeah. Every day. To trust him. Now, I have many examples that I've shared about rebellion in my life, but God has set me free. That's awesome. So, and he can set you guys free from these different roots. The first thing is bringing light to these different roots. Mm. And my prayer is that during the last three podcasts on rejection, rebellion, and pride, that God has shined some light into those areas. And I know when he shines the light into some of the roots of rejection, it can hurt. Mm-hmm. But God can heal those places. And Deidre and I talk a lot about God's love yep. and identity. Identity is key. It's really important. It's our firm, firm foundation. Now, while I was studying today, I noticed it says in the Bible, in Christ, mm. 140 times. Wow. Now, it doesn't say Christian that many times, mm. but the Bible continually says to be in Christ. Mm. Now, there is one verse that stood out to me today, and that is in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9 to 10. Mm. And it says, but you are a chosen race. I want you guys to really listen to what this verse says. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellence of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Mm -hmm. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. And you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. I love the end of that verse, like from darkness into his marvelous light. And that we have, like, he's given us his mercy. Yeah. There's hope. Like, in Brody saying, highlighting those things, those roots in our heart in us, really being aware to look at what's coming out of our heart, it can sting, but it's not hopeless. Because then we lift it up to God and he's the one that starts working those things out of our heart and start healing us and renewing our mind. Yeah, so in that verse... It says, you are a chosen race. Mm. So God has chosen you and you are fully accepted by God. In Christ, yeah. Now in the world, you definitely will not feel like you're fully accepted. <laughs> no. And many of us struggle with that root of rejection. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to read that verse today. There is many verses on identity, but I just want you to know that you are chosen by God, that you are accepted by God, that God is for you. And if God is for you, nobody can be against you. Mm. Now, there's many different identity things inside that that we won't unpack today, but I just want to suggest that you continue your journey on finding yourself in Christ. 
Yeah. And what that means. Finding out who you are in him. Yes. Because that doesn't change. No. That never changes. It never changes. People's opinions of us can change. People's love uh, generally is not unconditional. Um, But God's love is the same. Mm -hmm. So Deidre, what are some steps to step out of rebellion? The Israelites weren't capable of delivering their self. (laughs) <laughs> like we aren't either. No, we're not capable of getting ourselves set free no. and breaking free from the bondage. You kind of already suggested before that you had to have humility. Yes. Like well, we need to realize first that we're even being rebellious and it's not okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then when we realize, wait a second, I'm being a rebellious brat here. <laughs> <laughs> then we need to repent. Yeah. And remember, we said before, simply repenting means turn, turn from that and turn to God. Mm -hmm. It's like, say I was looking in one direction. Okay. I'm turning my focus, my heart focus, my mind back to stare at God, to stare at Jesus and let them transform my life. Mm -hmm. And then fasting, fasting Mm -hmm. really breaks the flesh. Fasting Mm -hmm. goes with prayer. And humility before God and others. Yeah. So humility, constantly remembering and focusing our eyes on the cross in Jesus, that he is Lord, that he is King of Kings, and that he is faithful and trustworthy. Yeah, I just think of, we talked a lot with pride about an unteachableness. And then in rebellion, it says unteachable. So just like you were saying that each day you submit under God. You're like, God, you're going to lead my life. (laughs) I'm going to follow your direction, not my own. Is, you know, in any learning situation or anything like that, we need to do the same thing. Like be willing and humble to lift it up and to say, God, is there something in this you want to teach me? Instead of just like throwing it all to the side and being like, no, this person has nothing to teach me or I'm smarter than them or like they just are all wrong, right? Yes, being teachable. We can learn so much from everyone. There's so much to learn if we have ears to hear. Yeah. And then with God to just help him him like shuffle through things and help us know what to take and, and what we don't need to take. Yes. Yeah. So meditating on scriptures... So we talk about that a lot. So meditation really is just picking some scriptures and reading them out loud Mm -hmm. and thinking on them. Regularly, like daily. Yes. Like maybe you read them out in the morning and read them out at nighttime. And yeah, guys, you don't need to be religious on this. I got to read five, six chapters a day. (laughs) But what you need, just pick one or two verses that speak to you on God's love. Yeah. Or speak on an area and start meditating on those. And ask God, like a lot of the times Deidre hears me, I'm like, God, I pray for hunger. I pray to read the word. And lately God is actually giving me a hunger where I sit and read the book of Exodus. Yeah, Brody actually does that a lot is like there's there's seasons in our life. And, and also like kind of an ebb and flow is there's sometimes where we feel really close and like in the word all the time. And you're like, yes, this is amazing. And then other times it's like we fall off that habit because there's spiritual disciplines. And then I I will notice Brody praying again, asking God for hunger. And then I see him in it again. And you just ask, you mm-hmm. ask God, he's your heavenly father and trust that he has good things and will help you. Yes. Um, consider others better than yourself. That's a good point. 
Mm. Don't think that we're better than oh, anyone. Don't sit in pride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, with God's help, do acts of love for those who cause anger to rise up within you. Hmm. That one sounds like a challenging one. Yes. <laughs> when someone makes you angry, it's not your first instinct. It's not mine to be like, I'm going to do a loving act for that person. No, <laughs> but <laughs> it's not, is it? So yeah, we're really practicing walking in sacrificial love and like really our, our souls, our flesh, like we don't want to change. So you need to force yourself to change. You know, when your flesh is feeling irritated, yeah, you have to step past that. And if it's praying for that person on a continued basis, yeah. it can't just be in the mind, guys. It can't just be head. It needs to be in the heart. Ask God to help you actually have a soft heart and care. Yeah. Um, yeah. You need we, we need God's help for this one. Totally. We need God's help. And that's really what this is. We got our life here to practice walking in love. This is the love walk, the love journey until yeah. we get to heaven. Yeah. And we have Jesus, our helper and our teacher, to help us, We're which is a really good thing. On our own. Mm-hmm. We're not on our own. We're not on our own, guys. Was there anything else with rebellion then that stepping out of it um, or anything else that you think would be helpful? Those are the, the main keys uh, that I can think of mm-hmm. um, that I see in the heart book. Yeah. But really, I think for my own life, my own reflection is just, again, daily surrender. I say it like a record that's being on repeat, but really I need to tell me, tell myself that every day. Yeah. I think, um, for me is I am always kind of lifting my heart up to God and assessing it and, and willing for him to shine his light and show me. Um, so if I have a push in my heart, that's like, no, I don't want to do that when in something, then I have to, um, Ask God why and then be like, what place is this coming from? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it all flows out of rejection. So seek God, seek God's love for yeah. you because God does accept you. But if you just know it in your mind, unfortunately, it's not going to be enough. It's not going to change your life. It's not going to change your life. <laughs> your heart. But I can say on this journey in the past years, as I've walked in love and forgiveness, my heart has just changed. Mm. Just walking in love, walking in forgiveness, praying for people that make me mad. Yeah. Not bashing them over the head like the old me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it makes me think, Brody, in the beginning of our talking together today was um, the the twisting, that knot in your heart. So then it made me think is as you continue to love and to forgive that was untwisting and then there's more of like that that wellspring that flow of god's spirit through your life that is really good yeah we talk about the hardened heart the twisted yeah. heart as we forgive mm-hmm. as we walk in love as we step outside of ourself receive god's truth and healing yeah our heart starts to untangle yeah. and these roots start to open up and really, if you start doing this, you can change fast. Your character can change fast. Yeah. Because God starts to flow through your life. <laughs> yes. And then the wellspring of water yeah. can flow through Holy you Spirit. and into others. Yes. 
and people can encounter God. Okay. When we speak, I literally just have like pictures and analogies in my head. And when you said flow to other people, here's an idea. Do you want the refreshing, life-giving, like water of the Holy Spirit to flow into the people's lives around you, out of you? Or do you want the bitter tasting kind of poison water (laughs) from these roots to flow out of your heart? What do you guys want to give to the people around you? I'm going to put up my hand first. (laughs) I want the water that is filtered with some minerals and it's went through purification purification process. Refreshing. I want that to flow. Brings life. Yes. So that's what I want for my life too. And that's ultimately as we speak and share with you, all of you is we want that for you guys too. And we aren't the ones that can make that happen in your life, but God is. So we just want to continue to point the way for you to just turn your heart, turn your eyes to God and know that he is the one that can bring that refreshing in your life and let it flow out to other people. Just thinking again about the Israelites. After 40 years, I'm sure they really wanted a drink of that water. (laughs) In the desert. And so cool, the book of Exodus, always pointing towards Jesus. Mm. All of these stories pointing towards he is the refreshing water. Mm. He is life. He is everything. Mm. And if we fully just turn to him and trust in him and surrender in him, then we can just be so filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. That's awesome. Who doesn't want that? Yeah. There's only one way to receive it, though, and it's a free gift. It's just to say yes to God. Yep. (laughs) Turn to God. And give your life to him. Yes. And he'll work the rest out. So this is a wonderful journey, and we will pray for you guys today. Um, God, we thank you so much that you are the one that leads us in our life, that you are the one that has brought freedom and redemption, that you are not scared of any root (laughs) that is stuck in our heart, but you are willing to remove what needs to be removed if we let you have it. So God, we just pray that us included, me and Brody, as well as whoever is listening, that we would be able to come to you knowing you are a safe place and a healing place, God. And yeah, right now, um, I just say, take all the root of rejection, pride and um, rebellion that's in my life. And I ask for those listening as well, God, and fill us up with your spirit. Yes, God. Thank you, God, for all of our friends and listeners that are out there. And I just pray, Holy Spirit, that they would encounter your love. Father, I pray, God, right now that, Holy Spirit, they would tangibly just sense your love flow through their body, that they would feel your presence as they're listening right now, and that, God, you would just set them free, Father, that you would untangle any knots that are inside their hearts, Father, and that your love would become the center place. Father, I pray that you give them the courage and boldness to forgive others, God, to walk in sacrificial love towards others, Mm -hmm. Father, to really walk this out. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would reveal who they are in Christ, 
Father, that you would reveal a deeper understanding of their identity in their heart, Father, and I just bless them in Jesus' name. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed the last couple podcasts. Please uh, comment and share. We really enjoy your emails and comments on different platforms on social media. The next podcast Deidre and I have been talking about is boundaries. Mm, Yeah. Boundaries (laughs) is a very important subject and I've learned a lot of them coming from addiction. Yeah. So thanks so much for listening and we're looking forward to sharing again. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.